expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 35 points this morning from Friday's close at 18,196 on turnover of 4.9 billion NT. The market closed slightly lower at the end of last week, despite recouping most of its earlier losses caused by a plunge on U.S. markets overnight, amid ongoing concerns over geopolitical tensions in Eastern Europe. However, the bellwether electronics sector remained muted throughout the session as investors waited for the next monetary tightening move by the U.S. Federal Reserve. Some members of Taiwan's Winter Olympics team have taken part in the closing ceremony in Beijing. Skier Li Wenyi, carrying the Chinese Taipei Olympic flag into the national stadium, was accompanied by skier Hoping Ray. The team's participation came after mixed signals from the sports administration. The administration last month said that Taiwan would not participate in the opening and closing ceremonies, citing flight schedules and coronavirus pandemic control measures. It reversed that decision on February 4th, following pressure from the International Olympic Committee. Six days later, the sports administration hinted that Taiwan would not be taking part in the closing ceremony. But then last Friday, it confirmed that Taiwan would attend. The parents of Air Force pilot Chen Yi are establishing a scholarship program in their son's name at his three alma maters. Chen was killed last month when his F-16V crashed into waters off the coast of Jiayi shortly after taking off from the Jiayi Air Base on a routine training mission. The scholarships are being set up at Xingjie Elementary School, Sanguang Junior High School, and Chengxing Senior High School, all of which are located at Chen's native Nantou County. According to the principal of one of the schools, the scholarship programs will offer financial assistance to students who have made significant improvement in their grades. Chen's mother says she hopes the scholarships can become her son's legacy by taking care of future generations. In international news, U.S. President Joe Biden will stay in Washington, D.C. rather than returning to his home in Delaware after a meeting of his National Security Council to discuss the escalating crisis in Ukraine. From Washington, Benji Heyer reports. It's been a concern for weeks now, yet Secretary of State Antony Blinken confirmed on Sunday that Russia's playbook for invasion is indeed moving forward. But he told CNN's State of the Union that with more diplomatic meetings lined up with his Russian counterpart, there's still a chance diplomacy could work. Until uh, the tanks are actually rolling and the, and the, the planes are flying, uh, we will use every opportunity and every minute we have uh, to see if uh, diplomacy can still uh, dissuade 
uh, President Putin from carrying this forward. Joe Biden has also this weekend spoken to President Putin, as well as the leaders of Ukraine and France. Moscow, meanwhile, still insists Russia's the last country to speak of war. That hasn't convinced people here, though, who believe the region is on the brink of conflict. Benji Haya, Washington. A German newspaper and other media say a leak of data from Credit Suisse, Switzerland's second biggest bank, reveals details of the accounts of more than 30,000 clients and points to possible failures of due diligence in checks on many customers. The newspaper said it evaluated the data from the 1940s until well into the last decade, along with the Organized Crime and Corruption Reporting Project and media partners including the New York Times and The Guardian. It said the data points to the bank having accepted corrupt autocrats, suspected war criminals and human traffickers, drug dealers and other criminals as customers. Credit Suisse said it had reviewed a large number of accounts potentially associated with the allegations, and about 90% of them are today closed or were in the process of closure. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday. And English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.